if it wasn't for the nice tucked in shirt, you'll never get to experience coming home at the end of the day, untucking your utility shirt, grabbing a fucking cold ass beer and just sitting on your couch. Yeah, you know, just untucked it. And just this. That you, you, yep. you, some of that hot air gets released and you get some of that cool air. Yes. Hits you. you got a nice Budweiser in your hand and you sit down on that microfiber couch that's <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome to Sea Stories. Sea Stories are cocktails generally told amongst fishermen and sailors. I don't know about you guys, but when I think about sailors telling stories, I envision them in some kind of pub or something. Uh, to pay homage to those old thoughts, uh, we like to tell our own tales over beers um, that we bring to the session. My name is Adam and unfortunately I have nothing for you guys. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather and a beer just does not sound good right now. But uh, welcome back, Andy. How are you doing? And what do you, what do you got for us? Doing well, you know. Uh, you know, it got cold here in Virginia, which is good for beer because I like cold beer. And I'm drinking uh, Virginia beer, Saving Daylight. So it's, uh, it's a nice beer. Uh, I'll have my review at the end. We can't wait to hear it. Uh, welcome back, Drew. How have you been? And what do you got for us? Thank you. Good to be back. Uh, I've been pretty good. I uh, missed you guys. Uh, I am drinking an Oyster City beer today. Uh, this one's called Mangrove. Uh, and yeah, I'll get into it and let you know what I think. I do love uh, this this brewery, so it's not good too stuff. Shabby, not too shabby. Uh, what's up, Joe? Uh, what kind of Kansas City beer do you got for us? Today, I'm drinking Free State Copperhead Pale Ale, and this is out of Lawrence, Kansas, home of Kansas University, the Jayhawks. Not my particular team, but <laughs> other people like them. Awesome. Can't wait to get into the review. Um, and it's always a pleasure to have Josh with us. What's up, Josh? How you have you been? And what do you good, got for good. us? I've been really good. Um, let's see here. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. I kind of divulge this to to uh, Joe earlier that I was not drinking beer tonight, but I was drinking some bourbon. Unfortunately, I don't have the bottle in front of me, but I will have the bottle in front of me by the end. It is a Texas <laughs> bourbon. Um, Rockport or Richards or something. I'll look on there. It's some kind of R city. Um, it's got the only thing I guess I got it. You know, they got me on the marketing. They have a little Oak piece of Oak stave or something floating around in there. So, it looked kind of cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Like always, man. Always happy to be invited. Well, I invite everybody to stay to the end because I compiled a gigantic list of all the beers that we had last year. And I got a couple stats and stuff for you guys to share with you. With that being said, 2021 is over, gentlemen. You guys jumped on this journey with me. And uh, I didn't know where it would lead, but you guys all seem to uh be on board with me and uh, i just want to give you guys a thanks for uh doing this yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. so as i'm looking right now we did nine episodes of sea stories Ooh, nice 
Um, we had a couple of guests, special guests in there. Is there is there anything that particularly stood out to you guys? Well, well, yeah, I want to hear from you guys. You know, I, I started this thing with the average G.I. Joe stuff, and then I, I invited you guys to come do sea stories. And then, um, yeah, and then I, didn't, I really didn't think you guys would be jumping on this journey with me. Uh, can you tell me how this experience has been for each of, each of you? Andy? Yeah, um, I mean, it's good to be back in like the podcasting game as it is um you know it's it's kind of for me like podcasting's always been therapeutic in a lot of ways so it's it's good to be doing this again and just kind of talking to friends and that means and um you know i think kind of the interesting thing or the unexpected you know um journey so far has been uh it was like one of the, the first episodes really was when we kind of did like our recruiting and um you know boot camp kind of stories because like you know we all roughly went through the same boot camp process but you know everybody kind of got there a little bit differently just different times um you know and just kind of like the even though everything was pretty you know should have been roughly the same there was still a good variance of experiences which was cool the the um the the little like factoids and stuff you hear about your friends when you're bringing up old more memories is it's probably one of the cooler things that uh i've uh experienced while doing this stuff like some of the things that some of the feelings or some of the experience that you didn't know you know i mean you know we're best friends and i didn't know half the stuff that we talked about on the show uh, what about you, Drew? Yeah. Um, well, I've never actually done a podcast before, so this is my first, um, and, and I love it. I, uh, I I don't, you know, I haven't talked to you guys in a long time before this, um, and it was super cool that we all connected again and and have been able to, you know, keep keep our friendships going. Um, Another thing I really enjoy is kind of reminiscing and remembering all the things that, you know, we all did together in, in the Navy. Um, you know, I don't always remember it, you know, like in my day-to-day -day time, but speaking with everyone on here and going um, and listening to your guys' stories brings up a lot of things that, you know, I don't, I don't always remember. So um, thank you, Adam, for doing this for sure. Um, and I, and I hope to continue with you guys until, you know, the wheels fall off basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, first off, man, thanks. You know, I, I, I've said it before, you know, you could have asked anybody and you, you chose uh, us to, to do this with. So that's pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> before this, I wasn't really doing anything, you know, uh, we even had uh I, we were still kind of, you know, things were still, still, were still like shut down a little bit, you know, here and there uh, due to uh, the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, there wasn't a whole lot of things to do. And then uh, I think out of, out of you know, uh, initially out of boredom, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do one, man, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, jumped on and had, had a great time the first one. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, just seeing everybody that was involved at that point, you know, talking and stuff, it was, it was good. And then adding Josh in later, later in the season. Uh, so, and I think that's the, the you know, it was, it was, it, I, I, I knew that we would all just like be able to like, just like 
mesh back together as uh, pals and buddies and stuff like we were before. So it generally, I think that most uh, dudes kind of can go in and out of, you know, lives or whatever, and then, you know, see each other again and be like, Hey man, and then, you know, catch up. And I think 95% of the catching up would just be telling old stories yeah. over and over again, you know, just reliving those moments. So yeah, doing that again, is awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I have a great time doing it, and I I look forward to it all the time. I mean, I, I get I Tuesdays, I'm rushing home from work, man. <laughs> I'm here by five o'clock. I know that we don't start till like a couple more hours, but I'm you know, amping myself up. You know what's another cool thing was like um like we went to the Navy in our early and mid twenties, which were like wild years, and then seeing you guys as you know, maturing to an actual adults is, has been pretty cool on my mature end. Mature adults. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a stretch, but I'll uh, take it. That's a question. <laughs> we got older. That's that happened. But uh, <laughs> here's a child. <laughs> Josh, you you joined us kind of late, but now you're you're a permanent and active member of the group. Uh, how has this experience been for you, dude? I'm I was I'm super excited. You know, I listen to a lot of talk radio. And I love, and I always thought it'd be kind of cool to be on the other side of the mic. Plus, I've always been told I have a face for radio or podcast, you know, so. <laughs> Look at this guy. So I think that it works out great. I'm super excited, dude. I have kind of, it's been kind of a um, emotional roller coaster. I've remembered hmm. some things and then. Y'all have told me some things that I've been embarrassed about. <laughs> There's things that I've missed um, that I re- that we we talk about too. So it's been quite a. This has been a really awesome thing. I'm just like Joe. I look forward to it. I talk about it with my coworkers and talk to people, and and so they kind of think it's cool, I guess. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a, always a pleasure. I'm super excited. Uh, this kind of got me into you know, the tech side of audio stuff with computers. So that was kind of cool. I got to, I get to experiment with that now. So um, I don't know. It's just awesome. I knew we would pick things up. I know every, when me and Joe do pick up, we just kind of pick, it seems like we just pick up where we left off. I mean, this instantly, it's just amazing that, and I don't have that connection with anybody like that, except for, you know, people that are on the cook with us. So it's just cool. All right, sorry, I, I can go on for days. No, sorry. you're good. And then it's it's also hilarious that you mentioned all the tech stuff because watching everybody tweak their setups to like because <laughs> now we're we're podcasters and doing all this stuff <laughs> is absolutely hilarious. I bought a laptop and a microphone. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you put up a backdrop and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I got to work on that. That's something I need to find. Go on Amazon, I guess. (laughs) Go to Ikea. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. Um, If not, then you kind of know what we've been going through. We've been going through this like semi-chronological order, telling stories about uh, our a naval career. I don't know if it's our naval career. I guess it's our naval career. But we started, you know, from the beginning of when we were recruited. And then what did we get to? Um... We went from getting, getting recruited to getting underway and going out to sea. And we told stories from all stories in between. Um, is there anything that reflecting back on 
these nine episodes or so that stands out to you? Like right off the bat, like Drew's recruitment story is like killer for me. <laughs> it's all true. All true. Um, yeah. So what about you guys? You guys are- I think I'm just more embarrassed most of the time just out of the immature stuff that and this stuff that i would do just to make somebody else's life hard you know <laughs> i regret I mean, that now for I mean, sure you brought up the really really weird terrible things i've seen you do <laughs> <laughs> those are just silly antics those are shenanigans oh, man. <laughs> you just do a whole episode of embarrassed josh <laughs> I don't think you should be embarrassed by any of that stuff. Dude. It, was, it, it all served a purpose to, to well, make everybody's life bri- a little bit brighter. I think yeah, it was some of the best stories, man. <laughs> um, I invite everybody to check out our Instagram page at Average GI Joe Pod. Um, I, take, I, I think I'm caught up now, but I took clips of segments from all the episodes. And if you're interested in the Sea Stories episodes, like Drew's story is in there. Uh, Cole making the shiv that story yeah. is in there. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite part of the uh, like the little posts and stuff that I see uh, they get put out there. Uh, listening to just you, you do a good job of picking out a really good clip every time. So <laughs> hats off to you, man. The yeah, intro clip. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. The intro clip's always pretty good too. You always grab you know, like one sentence. It's it's. Yeah. pretty damn funny in it and, that and you like, need the context for because yeah, yeah. by itself it's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> they're all yeah it's it's pretty funny uh uh and, you know, and i guess it, it i don't know i don't know if it's i'm so assuming do you think joe rogan let's say his own show after he's done doing it they probably did it first I definitely listened to the show. So to, you know, so I, I, and I, and I lived it, you know, I was, I, yeah. I lived the, the retelling the stories, but I still listen to it and I, you know, have a good time and laugh about the nonsense, but I, yeah, the production value, top notch, <laughs> top notch. Oh man. Yeah. I, I listened to the, the podcast on so, but mostly because like, um, I'm entertaining. I mean, yeah, you know, it's a, well, while I'm doing it, I'm constantly looking at my notes and trying to figure out way I'm, I'm a terrible host. I'll be the first to admit it. And I'm always looking how to segue into the next coffee. And then when I re-listen to it, I miss a ton of things. You guys are some hilarious dudes. And, <laughs> and I'm glad that I could listen to my old podcast, add to the numbers and uh, have fun as well. That's the best part. It's like voting for yourself, right? (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, Spotify has a voting system now. So um, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, go on Spotify and give us a couple stars. I recommend the five, but. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if you're not giving us a five, at least interact with the show and tell us why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're still going to do the show anyway, so who, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Give us <laughs> more stuff. Fuck us. you. We'll still do it. <laughs> um, and also like how um, I also dig how how the uh, the show has been kind of changing and and updating and and progressing. Like I really dug the when we did the the sensory memory, um, or the uh. Yeah, yeah. The stories based on our the the five senses or whatever. That, I thought that was a really cool thing that we did. That 
you know, I challenge everybody, every veteran to uh, to try out that, what do you want to call it, activity. And then uh, also share it with us. Let's, let us know your, your, your best memories based on, you know, the sense of touch, taste, feel, all that stuff. Let's talk about the future a little bit, you guys. Is there anything that you look forward to doing or talking about? In this upcoming year, I've been following that James Webb telescope. That looks pretty crazy. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, well done. <laughs> how about how about show related? <laughs> oh, well, how about the activity um, we're currently doing related? I'd, I'd say what we're looking. I'm looking forward to those uh, shows we're going to do about our port visits, different port visits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, there's a lot of cool stories associated with those. The biggest things. ones for sure. A lot of dangerous stories too. I feel like we have to like <laughs> definitely vet some of those stories. I think we need to go through it like a detailed description of what the whole refueling process was. We need to or get. Did we um, do that already. A little bit, but not be, much yeah. though. But so how miserable definitely... was he? Get out, get woken up all hours of the night to go right. out there and pull the wine. And yeah. how about how about we get a couple like deck seaming or you know some special guests from the dis- different departments of, and, you know, kind of really I, get into detail. I'm horrible actually, about reaching out to people though. I don't I, know what would be crazy if we could land it is to reach out to one of those captains and see if they were retired and see if they would be willing to do something like this. No, is it a no, no. <laughs> I don't know if I want, I, I, like I don't think, I don't think a career guy. I like to hear like, that point of view. Like, I don't think I like career. I don't the first think guy would female, have the same kind of thing we're doing here. They got the first female captain of the one of the aircraft carriers now, I think. She just yeah. took command like a few days ago or today or yesterday. You want to send her an email? <laughs> well, I was just saying, I was just highlighting something that was ship Navy related. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should we should do some like maybe some of our old officers. You know, like um, like Liker. I mean, he would be pretty yeah. awesome to have on here. You know, maybe not like our captain, but someone who interacted more Cole. with us, right? Or maybe like one of the chiefs or one of the higher ups. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that'd be a cool idea. Chief Blodgett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm down. I'm, I think I would just like to see that point of view, that higher rank point of view of of Navy life, because mm-hmm. I never got to experience it. You know, I mean, I kind of have a outside view of it and what it was like, but. <laughs> Especially because we're we're speaking from like the bare minimum E five, right? Like, right. Was only in exactly. the maybe six to ten years. Like, like I never got off the working parties, dude. I was an E four for for life. <laughs> so you would like to see as like in the, in the in the new year, a uh, little more uh, Navy real life. Uh, advice oh i, I just <laughs> love of, other people's stories and other people's okay. point of views and for sure all right and i'll open my mind let's get some khakis in here yeah okay yeah let's chief amy get him in here yeah. yeah we could well as, as ambassadors of the uh sea stories and the average edge podcast feel free to reach out and if you're listening and you want to jump in and join us you know, feel free to reach any of these guys or, send yes. us a, you know, send us an email or a tweet or an Instagram message at average GI Joe pod P O D. Is Facebook. Did everybody still use Facebook? Is that a good 
That's about the only thing I got. <laughs> reach out to anybody. We got a Facebook page as well. Oh, oh, there we go. Cool. Right on. Apparently, Josh is not part of the <laughs> like the picture. <laughs> so Sorry, I'm space. not big on the social media stuff, man. It would be cool to be more interactive and have, you know, uh, I don't know how that would work, but you know, more interaction with um, with the listeners. Something like I don't know. Just I only got one good idea a day. <laughs> uh, you know, something like a yeah, fuck it, whatever. Could you we know do what a live? Could we do something live one time? I one don't night know about or? that. Yeah, we could. I think we you could. guys have to be on your best behavior. Yeah, you can't name names, you can't do, I mean, all the fun stuff that, you know, you can't, it's all just oh, all he has to edit out. Okay. I apologize. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff that he does edit out. Like we trash some shitty sailors that, and I had to edit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, maybe we can do it on an episode where it's more a positive episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like something really one. The entire episode about Steel Beach picnics. That's it. Just the entire episode. <laughs> oh yeah, we do need to talk about time or just those, even the sh- the ships parties when we were in home port. I oh, like the divisional those parties. Got, That's a good episode crazy. too. Yeah. Divisional parties. Uh, <laughs> oh god, dude. The, the Christmas parties. Crazy. <laughs> Never went to any of the Christmas parties, but it's dope when um when it's all you can drink. Well, yeah. Man. What is it? <laughs> it's like that. Well, it's great and, when you're ship based. Yeah. So well, is most things at twenty. What I meant by that is that we're not shelling out the, the yeah, money, yeah. and then yeah. it's all you can drink, and then you drink all you can. Yeah, yeah. Always. Yep. Yeah, because you're like twenty four years old, and what else are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> it loaded. Yeah, um, now I'm lucky if I can drink three beers and yeah, exactly. not have to like pee for the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so speak, uh, uh, Drew, you brought it up about, um, you know, pretty soon we're going to be talking about port visits. And uh, I guess when when you join the Navy, there, there's probably the top three reasons everybody joins the Navy is college money, service to your country, and travel um and with that being said i think traveling is the dopest part about being in the navy yeah no for 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 for, for sure and yeah. um as a sailor there's going to be two two types of travel obviously the deployment where we hit the foreign ports in different countries and i think which can be just as cool is the import or in conus port visits being a uh, Norfolk sailors all five of us. Uh, every time we, we hit a, you know, an American city port that was, that wasn't in Virginia. Got me jazzed up. How about it you guys? still could have been in Virginia, man. Yorktown. <laughs> <laughs> I had some of the best time in the just stateside. Right. Totally. All some of the coolest stuff overseas, but had some of the best times stateside. Um, Let's talk about um, stateside port visits and and how you felt about them, Andy. Yeah, um, I mean, there's Florida's a you know 
That's this isn't own. the Florida episode. I know, but like to speak generally, you know, <laughs> you know, those any anywhere over there was always cool. Like, you know, a good story from from that. Well, a couple. There's a lot of good stories from that. You know? <laughs> but I mean, um, you know, it was you know, it was weird because everything changed so much between the deployment I did with Josh and Drew to everything kind of after that. Like, you know, it was uh, so it was like when we would pull in to a port stateside, whether it was Mayport, Lauderdale, Yorktown, uh, Annapolis or whatever, like we had like the most freedoms, you know, stateside, whereas when it was overseas, like it got so kind of locked down and stuff that it wasn't quite the same as what it was on that first deployment for me. So it was, um, you know, you didn't really get to, uh, stretch your legs per se, you know, whereas stateside, it was kind of carte blanche. So it led to more shenanigans oftentimes. <laughs> um, Drew, so, you know, we're going to go out to sea in the Navy around the, the coast of Virginia. You know, that's going to be on the schedule. We're going to be, you know, doing drills and exercises and whatnot but when you saw on the calendar that we we're going to stop in florida or we were going to stop in uh baltimore or or something what did that do to you well um i'm well i'm from florida yeah um and especially like when we pulled into south florida that's where um where i'm from um so i was excited because i could basically like see family um as far as the other ports, uh, pulling into them, it was very exciting also because kind of like what Andy was touching on is you're, you're more comfortable in, you know, the United States, obviously for obvious reasons, but you know, you know what to expect, you know, kind of where things are, the language, exactly. You don't have a language barrier. So you can kind of see and do more things, I think. Um, but I mean, it was always exciting going to some place that I've never been to, whether it was, uh, you know, stateside or, or overseas. I mean, overseas was a little bit more exciting, obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, as definitely pulling into Florida though. I loved it because I always felt like I was coming home. Um, and I did, I went home, I took like leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe, as a, as I was, as a, a person from the Midwest, Play recruiter for a minute and talk about port visits and being a sailor. <laughs> I, I did. I don't, I don't really like that setup, but uh, uh, well, what I mean is you're <laughs> landlocked. Oh man, let me tell you, I'm willing to work for like five days in a row if you tell me that the next two days I can just fuck off somewhere where <clears throat> it's all new. You know, I, that, that's the whole thing. Jacksonville, awesome. Or May- Mayport, awesome. Fort Lauderdale, awesome. Yorktown, Virginia, awesome. Boston, <laughs> Massachusetts, awesome. It, it, I, the, the list goes on. I love stateside port visits. You don't have to, I mean, it's low effort. You don't have to learn anything new. I can only imagine how awesome it is nowadays with like these young sailors. Like they have, they have Tinder. They have Uber. Uber. What'd you say? 
I said Uber. Uber, yeah, Uber. I mean, you know, they. I mean, they're they're getting around like you know crazy animals, and they're you know, I mean, it's so much easier, I think, and when, when it was easy for us too. I mean, you know, getting cabs or whatever, I guess. But man, there was a lot more walking. You know, or you know, even having to go rent a car, like you can just rent an Uber now. You know, just drive me all over. It's you know, so I mean that. But stateside port visits, awesome. I like Florida, I've always liked Florida. I only got to go a couple times. When I was a kid to go see family. But man, I love it every time I go there. So going 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 to Fort Lauderdale was just like if if you took like a. Uh, uh, like whatever your local neighborhood, uh, like sports bar where they got the shit hanging on the walls and the ceilings. And they, if you just like broke one of those open and made it as big as say Fort Lauderdale, there you go. Fort Lauderdale's one big like sports bar. And I, I love, I love that. Like you just walk, you know, it was awesome walking down, drinking beers and hanging out. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved, I love Fort Lauderdale. It was fun, 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 fun. Great time. <laughs> uh, how about you, Josh? Oh, I always enjoyed um, stateside visits just because they were short. And then I know one thing that we used to do is we'll throw those uniforms on and try to run around and get discounts or something <laughs> like that. Because we couldn't remember wear our uniforms overseas, you know, out on, on Liberty. Yeah. So I'd always try to take full advantage of that, whether it would be a free, you know, public transportation ride or free entrance to a museum or whatever it may have been. Yeah. They kind of always gave us a heads up of what it was. Um, but yeah, East Coast is awesome. Uh, would never want to live there, but definitely some party <laughs> animals for sure. All up and down. Um, <laughs> um, Boston, by far I my think favorite. Because oh. everybody wants to party near water. Maybe that's what it everybody is. Everybody wants to party near water. Yeah, so everybody just wants to live near water. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, that's why every time you pulled into a port, you know, it was always, oh, shit, party. <laughs> yeah, yeah it seemed like there was always somebody partying at the, by the water. Um, this is getting a little off, off track, but uh, <laughs> why is it that every uh, every photograph from a port visit that you take out in town is the same thing? It's a collar shirt and, like, khaki pants. Everybody's sweating their balls off, and the flash <laughs> is just highlighting all that shininess. How come uh, Liberty Port photos are the worst photos anyone ever takes? <laughs> well, you know, again, we were, it's hot. We're hammered. <laughs> you know, we've been there working around all day, you know, so it's, uh, it's the trifecta. But also, you don't give a shit because, again, you're hammered. Yo, send us some, um, some, for those of you that are still in, send us some, Liberty photos that you guys took on your iPhones. Like <laughs> that would be interesting to see. Yeah. High real. Def. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were we were taking pictures on disposable cameras, I think. Oh well, yeah, I was like digital cameras were like oh digital cameras, started, yeah. Yeah, we're just starting to be like a thing. We had like three seven megapixels. megapixels was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then yeah, and when you had and you had to dress like a dickhead anyway. Yeah. It, it you know, the ships yeah. was like, oh, you have to wear, like, dude, we're in Florida. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me wear my ironic t-shirt and cargo shorts. Yeah, we were, 
<laughs> we were uh, we were going on litter port on the days of the uh, the pop collars, I think. Yeah, it was towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let me let me. Dang it! I just want to go into Florida now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask, uh, how many Hooters have you guys eaten at while in Florida? <laughs> it's been sure. John Gruden has. Yeah. <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah, right. yeah. I feel well, like there's one well, one down the street from me right now. So yeah, yeah. And I keep I telling like my wife of- I want to go there, but they she's never into it. I don't know why. Yeah. They look like trash now. Yeah, I mean the wings are probably not good compared to other. Well, the wings places. got better. I, I think the wings should yeah. step up their game. You know, I, I mean, I haven't been there in a while. A lot more wing there. competition too. There's Wing Stop now. And yeah, yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. That's where they had to up their game, but uh, yeah, they really had to step their wing game up. I feel. Yeah. I went to a bags tournament a couple weeks ago at one of the at a Hooters, and I was like, "Oh man, I got to eat lunch here." I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. All right. What's a bags bag? tournament like? Cornhole. Cornhole. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that what the inside Sorry. guys call it? The bags. The, the, the bags. bags. <laughs> Just because he doesn't want to recognize uh, the Ohio State, you know, um. <laughs> a lot of those great games came from. Oh, okay. you know. <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, speaking of um the feature of the podcast i've been throwing around this idea you know i'm friends with the uh lopez from the on the gun line podcast yes um if you guys haven't tuned into him i recommend you do so they're really um a bunch of there's these army cats that um at first i thought it was like a normal veteran podcast but it really is like a conversation with your work center if, if I could explain it, like they'll, they'll cover military stuff, but then they'll go on any and all tangents that they can't think of. And it's just like sitting around with your boys. So, uh, so that's what I get from listening to his podcast. Pretty, pretty dope podcast, but I threw, I, I, you know, I've been talking to him for a while and I threw out around this idea of having a little collaboration with some getting together with the Navy and, um, and some army guys and doing a little collab podcast would you guys be into that? Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, we worked yeah. with an army one time on the, I think somehow we were able to track something and they were able to interface with it, with their Patriot missile system. And they were able to right. shoot that target down using our radar, but using their missile. I don't remember, I that? remember that. They came on board. Remember? I know. I believe the Patriot missile system uses, Similar hardware to the Aegis, um, like the computer system and all, it was supposed to be similar. Part of why you know most of the equipment was AN, it was Army Navy, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the designation would be after that. But you know, uh, yeah, I'd like to totally hear some some of the old some Army stories for sure. Yeah, I'd like to uh, know like what's the, like the same thing, like the the similarities and their differences, like. Like, I bet you we bitch about the same stuff, but in a totally different way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe some of the army lingo. I don't know all of them, but, you know, you know how we have each kind of each branch has its own little lingo. 
yeah. you know, what they call the bathroom or what they call this or what they call that. Or Yeah, I work around a lot of veterans and, um, you know, a lot of them are Army and I have, uh, you know, a bunch of Marine Corps guys too and even Air Force. And I, I would say that the Navy is by far the most different from all of them. Yeah. Um, lingo, like job descriptions, the way that like advancement works, uh, the things that we do. I mean, you know, we, we don't sleep on the ground, you know, on the dirt ground. Um, I mean, there's many more differences than that, but I always found now like talking to these guys, I'm like, man, I feel like we're way different from every other branch. And it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, listening, like, I also did an interview on the Average Jaja podcast with Lopez, and, uh, like, even, like, their deployments, like, I was like, man, I would, like, the shit that they go through, like, while, while we're sitting off the coast just chilling is, like, almost, I don't know how to put it, like, unfair. Yeah, I feel like we definitely chose the right branch <clears throat> when it comes to that. Well, you know? it, it, it harkens back to your your recruiter story where where he's like, I guarantee you're not going to get shot. You know, all right, sign me up. Yeah, I'm like, okay, good to go, man. And he was he was telling the truth. Well, what's that? What's that saying in the Navy when uh, somebody would start bitching about their job to somebody else that didn't have to do anything? Choose your rate, choose your fate. Choose your right. rate, choose your fate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> choose your branch choose your fate you know so <laughs> but um just to keep it on the army for a little bit those dudes were like some of those dudes are fucking warriors and they're they are badasses and, oh yeah you know you need those guys 100%. in the army ranks to uh to tear shit up so like mm-hmm. my hats off to those guys that did it and lived it and came back yeah absolutely yeah i mean people will be like hey thanks for your service and be like man i didn't do shit compared to a lot of other people Uh, you know i mean we did stuff we did things but obviously we didn't have it the same way that a lot of people had it they had a lot worse they did a lot harder Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i agree with you totally it, it almost goes without saying that we we feel that way so, you know, my hand's off to, to every other branch and everyone that did anything in the military. But, you know, it is kind of like, yeah, you know, I, I did serve, but, you know, I, I, I felt pretty safe for the most part. I yeah. Mean, we live on an air conditioning ship, air conditioner <laughs> ship. I mean, that's pretty darn nice, dude. And, and we talk about movies. <laughs> Our favorite movie to watch. And like crab legs and <laughs> what we were eating for like Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, sound like a bunch of <laughs> the full days we had off. We went under <laughs> we went on deployment to super cool locations, not Sand Dune 3. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, uh yeah, dude, yeah, it's it's a completely different lifestyle. You know, I, I it blows me away that those guys did that. When people tell me, like, when I, like, people I work with or acquaintances, whatever, they're like, oh, my kid or my nephew or something, think about joining the Marines or the Army or something, I'm like, all right, but I'll tell you, like, you know, living conditions on a ship are, are pretty solid. You know, as much as, you know, you hear bad things about it, I mean, you still have. Yeah. 
a bed with a mattress and a super cool pillow. You can bring a, your own blanket and pillow from home. <laughs> yeah. The mattress they provide, you can't really bring that. You know, like if, I, I always tell, I, I, I tell them like, you know, you, if you're going in there, you I mean, you're, you're going, you, there's times when you could be really, really roughing it. So you may want to think about joining the sweet, super cool, sweet Navy air conditioned yeah. ship. If I could just defend this for a little bit, at least. Yeah, please. <laughs> Let's talk shit about the Air Force for a second. <laughs> no, um, we especially like on we we came from a um, destroyer, Aegis class destroyer. You know yeah. what? 200, 200 man crews sitting out there alone in the in the, like, in the vast ocean. Three hundred like, or whatever, but yeah. And like, like a frigate. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a you know a whole division of army soldiers you know pulling security for us. We provide our own security. You know, if the shit, some shit goes down on the ship, you know, we don't have a fire department. Like yeah. every sailor is a firefighter at that point. So like as, as cushy as we may or may not have it, like we're also out there all alone yeah. to, right. to fend for ourselves. So everybody's, everybody's whatever's needed. <laughs> That's really right. a good point. I like that. A lot of flexibility. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> like, like it's just like a handful of people defending a ship. If it come, if it came down to it, in port or at sea, or if there's a fire on the ship, there's the you know yeah. where are you gonna run to? Yeah, wherever I'm at, I'm kind of like the Steven Seagal of uh, Donald Cook. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it takes like a special like you know type of person to do what we did, like to join the Navy and to live that life. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it changes you. It, it like, there is that isolation, you know, you, you are cut off completely from everything and everyone you're in the middle of the ocean. Like you were saying, you know, it's pitch black out there. I mean, if the ship sinks, I mean, that's just bad yeah. news. Um, it's pretty apparent, but yeah. like Adam was saying, you know, we, we rely on each other and, and a smaller, like, uh, crew, you know, we're not like an aircraft carrier where it's like thousands of people. You never see like the same person twice, or you know, you won't ever meet like half the people on there if they're not in your work center. But on the ship, you know, we we're so close to everyone. We know everyone. Yeah. And that, um, and that a, a testament of that is like just by the views that we have on our podcast. Like I know, like what eighty percent of those views are our old shipmates because they're fucking badasses. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Donald Cook. Hell yeah. Uh, the, um, <clears throat> oh man, never mind. I thought I had, I had a thought there for a second. Then I, then you gave the shout to Donald Cook and it blanked me. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to defend us, like you were saying, we did do some shit, you know, we, we launched a bunch of tomahawks. Yeah. You know, and I say we, but Adam launched a bunch of tomahawks. But (laughs) and Um, unfortunately, the real the real tomahawk launches was the deployment before I got there. So shout out to the tomahawkers on that first shoot. Oh, Ben Hall and uh, Michael Matt, Bobby Hart, Bobby Hart, yeah, Um, Anthony Starr, Anthony Starr. I always thought it was so silly that y'all would pull that curtain closed in in combat 
I know y'all are back there sleeping. Don't even lie. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that little curtain they, y'all had? Yeah, they had a curtain like, like that they were doing. Oh, the tomahawk people are coming in here. You got to pull the curtain and you can't see anything. We're to- yeah, talking behind the scenes. So I'm paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was so bored in combat at that Geeks watch, watch station back there. You know, I'm sitting there by myself that, right. and I would find a billion ways to entertain myself. And I had this uh, laptop that would connect to the internet with no um, firewalls or anything because yeah. that's how it needed to be. To, to and anyway, Anyways, For geeks, yeah, yeah. do you guys remember ever play the game called Kitty Cannon? Yes. Do you guys recall no. that game? With like a, pocket tanks or whatever? No, it's a flash game where okay. there's a kitty in the cannon and then you shoot the cannon at whatever angle you want and it's just, <laughs> it's just bouncing and it'll hit like an yeah, explosive yeah. crate and bounce farther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I jumped I was, on this laptop. I went to the flash, the flash website that had this game and I started a top score with the, with the OSs that were around me. And everybody would just uh, play, like they would get like 15 minutes to play, and then they write, would write their top score on the uh, what is that that board called? Yeah, that green with the grease pencils or whatever. Yeah, with the grease pencils. Yeah, yeah. And then for like backboards or whatever, yeah. Yeah, Backboard and then for like a for like a whole deployment, we would just play for like top scores on Kitty Cannon. <laughs> Game so stupid. <laughs> like, you know, we, we all had our own things. I mean, kitty cannon. Uh, I was also like the, like you know, I was on that boat for like five years, so I, I was became the subject matter expert, the SME on that console. Yeah. And uh, you know, once you get to your, you know, that status, you're you're one of the longest tenured sailors, you're a subject matter expert, you know, you could get away with murder. And I remember like, I would just, I would pass out. I would stuff my uh, Mustang jacket with flash gears to hold my head up so I could sleep while I watch. Uh, it was... <laughs> Maybe has. That's a good, that's an episode really to do. Um, That's like, I, I don't know how, if, if that's a cool thing to be that disgruntled, but that important that you could do whatever you want, or would you rather be like a baby face, fresh face where nothing really bugs you? Cause I was disgruntled as fuck by the time. You were just being it. a true leader and stepping out of the way and letting the, you know, the younger sailors learn the stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. Y'all yeah, need yeah. to learn this. I'm out of here in a year. Yeah. <laughs> My last year on board, like when I didn't give a shit, because it was like you basically outpelled me for no real reason. So I didn't give a shit, and I had the best times. First name dropping on junior officers and everything. I didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) They always like got taken back by it, but then they're like, "Well, he does have a point." (laughs) (laughs) It was literally Dante from Clerics. I'm not even supposed to be here today. But but at that what cost, Andy? You had all that power, but at what cost? Your, your, <laughs> Nothing. It didn't cost me anything. Health, I just you know, health, I was there. Your... Yeah, I I was it was a coping mechanism, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They should have let me go. 
Look, you just got to hang out like an extra year with your bros. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Can you really put a price on that? You, I mean, yeah, maybe you wanted to get a jump start on a you know college education or a career or something. No, you have to hang out and drink beers with us four days a week. Right. <laughs> At a fucking actually, that's a pretty dope apartment. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, let's get into. Let's talk about some other cool Navy sh- sailor stuff. Let's talk about beers. <laughs> Drew perked up right away. Beers or beard? Beers. <laughs> okay. Actually, you just reminded cool me. Navy beards. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> did have that. We're pretty we had dope. that no shave shit where we were under underway for a while. And yeah. remember we did that? One of the coolest things a captain could do. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. You know, I mean, I guess it does kind of leave the... You know the the ladies out of it. You know, what, what do they get to do? Like you guys get to wear leggings. I don't. Yeah, no, they I don't got know their, what the, they got to wear their hair down. They yeah, got oh, ponytails. Yeah. They got ponytail. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. A, that seemed like a <laughs> a good trade off. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess like, they I guess they always had to have their hair up. I guess you know that not having to yeah. fuck with that. You know, yeah. and some of those gals have big ass hair. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you know, some ladies just chop that shit off. You know, like fuck it. And, you know, some people kept really long hair. Some people, some women kept really long hair. Dudes didn't. We had man buns all over. It was nuts. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, when they when they got to do that no shape shit thing, man, everybody was just like, "Take my money." Yeah, it was so. Here's five such bucks an easy, for my right. Hey, dude, can you explain the no shape shit? Yeah, they basically you could pay. I think it was five dollars, right? Yeah, yeah it was like five or ten bucks or something. Yeah. In the military, if you don't know, you have to shave every day. Basically, you have to be clean shaven. Um, and uh, when we were underway, since we weren't visiting any ports, uh, I believe the captain decided that he would uh, make a little bit of money. I believe we we all got that money back in like a raffle or something. It was MWR. So it's, I mean, uh, yeah, it was MWR. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It went it went to a good cause, but yeah. we would pay five dollars, and you didn't have to shave. Um, and like I, I visit, yeah, until like the port visit, it was a while too. Like there was dudes that were like had beards, and I mean they. I remember specifically. I think it was um, what is it? Uh, Kerr, John, John Kerr, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that dude had the he had a fucking full beard. I think in like a week, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And we're like, you know, twenty four, twenty five year old kids that can barely grow like a full beard. And I mean, it was great. You know, it was great. Like not having to shave was probably the the best part of being in the military at the time. (laughs) (laughs) It it was awesome. It was was awesome. Where? Where and to this guys- day, I don't shave. <laughs> yeah, I, I made up a shit on the way out and had the captain sign it. It's <laughs> our life. Yeah. $5. Expiration question mark. Like, Thanks, Captain really Ramirez. When um, I got out, especially once I went bald, like I hadn't shit. I hadn't not had facial hair since I got out. So the one year on New Year's, I like went clean shaved and I literally looked like Kingpin. For a month, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice. And then I was like, grew it back out, you know. But it was funny because everybody's like, looked so weird and stuff, you know. Also shaves off like ten years, you know. But <laughs> especially now with the grays coming in, but uh, yeah, it was funny. Like it was weird. Like, oh man, I haven't been clean shaven since the cook. You know, where where are you guys at on the uh, 
beers as far as the uniform standard like do you wish is that outdated system is, is there is is there a reason for no, shaving sailor well, they say it's for the like gas your mask. your gas mask yeah, and like for job. firefighting yeah, yeah which makes sense you know which it does make sense it totally makes sense but i mean they still allowed you to have a mustache right yeah. i feel like a mustache would probably get in the way of something i don't know because it was full face you know like oh yeah yeah it was like a well, full face thing so here's the, the thing i don't blame the guys that in the military for making that decision like even if it even if they even if the beard thing and the gas mask thing was a made-up bullshit story to make us as a captain or whatever i don't want to walk onto my ship and see a bunch of 18 year old idiots with <laughs> shitty ass beards walking around <laughs> every, every day like i gotta come into this Fucking ship matches. i gotta come into the circus no <laughs> no get these get these freaks out of my face yeah. you know everyone shave off all your shit i don't, I don't even want to look at it i'm trying to drink coffee and read the paper for a minute and then take control of a billion dollar warship <laughs> i don't have my time all over the ship i don't need to be stuff, looking at you know i don't need to be looking at joe de cavill's neck beard <laughs> you're grossing me out you little freak <laughs> i vomit in yeah. my mouth every time i pass you in the keyways yeah you know and then there's you know the other just i mean like <laughs> 200 shitty beard kids walking around yeah. everybody thinks they look like fucking duck dynasty <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> straggly ass like the, you know. the sinks are all clogged up with beard oil and conditioners and shit <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a whole plumbing issue now yeah. hey you bring up a great point um, I did read recently that the um, the Air Force is relaxing some of their uniform standards as far as they're allowing uh, airmen to put their hands in their pocket and and uh, they're allowed to untuck their shirts from their PT shorts slash sweats. Wasn't there something with their boots too, like their blousing of the boots or something like that? Per, per, yeah. <laughs> probably some yeah what was all this to accommodate just certain body types or it's probably just because like i'm a i'm a hands in the pocket guy if if my hands are empty they're in my pocket so like and that's just like a like a obsessive compulsive disorder i don't know if that's the right word but i have to do something with my hands like i'm always fidgeting and so by putting my hands in my pocket stops me from fidgeting. I remember they'd always tell us in boot camp, they're like, your uniforms have pockets, but they're not to be used. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like pockets. Uh, I, I like, I, I, I think that it might be so that you don't like, you know, hunch over into yourself when your hands are in your pockets. And then you're like, you know, looking like a little weirdo goth or something. Maybe. I don't know. If, 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 if your hands, if your hands are out of your pockets and you're walking with, you know, like with a purpose, I think that you're gonna, you know, kind of automatically maybe pop up a little bit straighter. I don't know. I don't know what the reason was. Um, yeah, you, I guess you kind of look sloppy with your. I mean, I, I'm a hands in the pockets guy. I, I usually wear like uh, I usually put it in my jacket pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my, not my pants. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with uniform standards for safety reasons. So like the beard stuff, but like. And, and I get the uniformity. Like, if you don't want a bunch of, you know, individuals, 
yeah, a bunch of sailors looking like fucking bunch Pirates. of bags, you know, unproperly tucked shirts and hands in your pocket. I kind of get it, but at the same time, like, if I'm on, I don't know, if I'm fucking humping ammo all day, like, the last thing I care about is you yeah. telling me to take my hands out of my pocket, you know? I I agree with that, too, but I also think that, like, a unified front of everybody, no individuality, none. <laughs> tucked in shirts, that's it, not an option. It's not tucked in or tucked out. It's either tucked out, which looks sloppy, or tucked in, and everybody does it. And they're, you know, I mean, like, I, I understand it's a very unpopular opinion these days for everybody to have exactly the way the rules have laid it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, it seems like I, I can't go a day without hearing about, you know, like, you know, it, an NFL player wearing the wrong, you know, socks or something and getting fined and then people being like, oh, man, just trying to express himself. Like, I get it. But that's not the that's not the that's not the, the, the unified front. Yeah. You know, it's it, you, 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 you look stronger as a, as a whole thing when everybody is doing the exact same thing. You know, uniform. Uh, uniformity is is king. I mean, it's it's, it's intimidating looking. It's it, it, all the above. So I'm a big fan of, you know, anytime I hear about any, any like, th- th- this is how you guys want people to look. You have to do it. None of the, you know, so as far as tuck shirt in or out, out looks sloppy and in and out, in or out is kind of nuts to me. Tuck your damn shirt in, dude. <laughs> um, when you're on base, when you're on base, when you're off base, I don't give a shit what you do. Wear a shirt around your fucking asshole. I don't care. <laughs> I was gonna say that you'll, um, if it wasn't for the nice tucked in shirt, you'll never get to experience coming home at the end of the day, tucking out your, untucking your utility shirt, grabbing a fucking cold ass beer, and just sitting on your couch, not even taking the utility shirt off. Nope. No. Yeah, nope. just untucked Tuck. it, and just uh, <laughs> that you you, yep. you some of that hot air gets released, and you uh, some of that cool air yes. hits you. You got a nice Budweiser in your hand, and you sit down on that microfiber couch. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the rage in two thousand. Right? <laughs> I had one man thing look like shit when I was done with it. Yeah, yeah, I don't wear well. Not at all. Not at all. Ugh. Just some yeah, you do get that, you do get that awesome. Do not buy a microfiber couch, no matter what the deal is. It does not work. Unless you're just going to keep it temporarily, then go ahead. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you're keeping it long term, get this. Don't even get, don't even get it. Nope. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice from the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> don't buy them. All right, young sailors. Between the five of us, well, we got, we know everything in the world. I wonder, speaking of young sailors and, and, you know, I wonder if they still have all those, like, you know, shady car dealerships outside of Norfolk and stuff. Uh, yeah. They actually cleaned that up. <laughs> Did they really? No. They, oh, it's always going to no. be stupid idiots yeah. with terrible credit. Dude, yeah. there was so Next many. Next door to like, the predatory lenders and yeah. shady car <laughs> We buy bar. gold. <laughs> <laughs> we buy gold. Uh, Shit, they have a. They actually have a. a I, I think this is one of the biggest travesties of, of the whole thing. Military highway, and it was just filled with just things to take to take the money away the money. from sailors. Yeah, there was a terrible mall. 
Yeah, that <laughs> thing's not really holding on, but it's barely there. <laughs> it's a it's a big COVID nineteen testing center though. Oh, <laughs> they repurposed it partly. Drew and I went there and saw Ongbach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie's awesome. By the way, I bought it, man. It's great. It's a um, movie. I remember yeah. I one time snuck a. Uh, I snuck a meatball sandwich from Subway in that food court into into the movie theater at Military Circle Mall. Nice. How did you do it? Did you put in your pants? I just, I just, I just walked right in. Yeah, they don't care. They don't stop me. And I remember yeah. just eating that sandwich and being like, this is how you should, we watch in movies. And yeah. then I, the guy sitting next to me owned it's all the AMCs. Thing. All the cinema cafes. And, put, and put in a cinema cafe in them. Yeah. Stole my idea. Right, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. For being at that mall once, so uh, we went to like a, the midnight or whatever showing of like one of the Batmans or something. And me and my friends we were talking outside afterwards in the parking lot, and then the parking lot lights started going out, and then we got the fuck out of there. <laughs> because, like, you know, that's the kind of part of town that was. <laughs> like, it was a, right. yeah, it was it was a shady place. Yeah, all the predatory places were on Military Highway, and, and it was like the when you first get. If we first get to Norfolk, you're like, oh, military highway sounds promising. Yeah. Right. This is right Maybe along. there's a TGI Fridays here. <laughs> They're military. No. I could trust no. everybody here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking oh. of TGI, I wonder what that Applebee's termed in a profit every year right outside that base that we all used to go to. Oh, oh my God. They had to have millions of dollars. I'd go in there and spend $30 on beer on, at, for a fucking know, straight hour. Some, but they, I mean, like, margaritas into it. Chili's, and then I don't know what it is now, but I was switch different things now. Yeah, yeah, which is probably more of like a contract with the Navy thing, probably more so than what the actual franchise did. So, all right, guys, uh, I want to talk about uh, military tattoos really quickly. Um, do you, all of you have tattoos? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yep. Um, do you have any stories like military related stories behind your tattoos? I remember going with Andy and getting one in some port. Oh shit! Andy, you remember what port that was, or what tattoo uh, that was, or kind of like throwing this at you, man? I'm yeah, I don't know. Like, spot. I don't. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I remember going and I remember being with Conrad getting a tattoo in Spain when he got the one on his leg. I think it was in. I got Spain. the one in. Greece wasn't it like on the second on story back. or something. Yeah, I got the or was that the one in Greece when I got the I got the dragon on my back playing guitar? <laughs> that one. The only one the only one I ever picked out of a book, you know, but it was like I got it in Greece though, so right. You know, it was a it was a, an acceptable compromise. It was it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um I mean, I know I got I'm trying to think was it in Sicily, maybe? The other other place I know a lot of people got tattoos. I'm trying to think, Josh. Were you doing like the uh, checking off the get a tattoo in the foreign port sailor bingo card? Is that what you're trying to do, Andy? I don't know. I mean, you know, well, I've only got one overseas, but you know, like I should have got more. There's a lot of those things that, like, you know, you think about like, oh, I should have done more of this and that. Like, well, I, I just know. felt like, you know, you. I think they always scared us. Like they were like, "Oh, don't go to the tattoo places. They're dirty. They don't clean their needles and stuff." And yeah, yeah, it was always kind of years ago. They were like that. (laughs) Well, I mean, say what you will about America, we do run a pretty tight uh, shop when it comes to uh, tattoo 
uh, yeah. cleanliness, I think. Generally, yeah. You know, I'm sure there's some sort of government organization that oversees that. But, uh, you know, that's why I never, I never got one overseas. No, and I don't think, I don't, I, even right now, I'm like, oh, I don't think I'd really want to do that. I don't know. I just, I, I kind of respect the way that, that, that we like, you know, have to like have inspections and things like that. And I don't know what the rules are for, and nothing against Spain. I don't know. I just don't know what the rules are over there as far as things go. It should be clean. You just can't give blood ever again. No, they've yeah, changed yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, did they? they? They've, yeah, they've relaxed that too. Because yeah, that was the thing. I was like, well, I can't do that anymore, even though I was already like. Flat. It was like a year or something like that. Oh yeah, I would always right, get yeah. tattoos, so I didn't. I thought, I thought have it was to. Like you just couldn't get it with like in, in six States, months of like tattoos overseas or something. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. Right, but I, know, I wish I, I got some overseas. Relax the uh, the overseas tattoo <laughs> policy. But... Uh, Drew, do you got any military or story military stories behind any of your tattoos? Um, well, my. When I started getting my tattoos, my first one I got in, I think it was in like Great Lakes in Chicago. Um, and I really wanted to have like the whole traditional like Navy tattoos. So they each have like some sort of meaning. Yeah. Um, so I got the um, the sparrow, um, the traditional sparrow. I got um, nautical stars. Um and they, they each kind of like signify something in the, the naval like world, basically yeah. in, in tattoo Navy world. Um, I think the sparrow was so you can always find your way home. <clears throat> um, and the stars, I believe, were for every like three or five thousand miles traveled at sea. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many miles I traveled, but I figured it was a lot. <clears throat> um, now, that would so be something interesting to know. How yeah, many how many miles, miles we traveled? Travel? Oh, that would be awesome to know, actually. I wonder if we could ever figure that out. I mean, I bet you we could trace it on Google Maps. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about that. A little That's bit cool. of offset, but I think you can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there might be something in there. It might be I would a cruise be book like very interested to know know that. That would be do you only count do you only count when you're on deployment miles or do you count if you're going down to Fort Lauderdale? I would say only deployment miles. Okay. Yeah, I think the cruise book actually probably has that in there. Yeah, I think it's uh, something something like that. If there's one of those, if one of those Donald Cook people are out there that can map that out and figure that out, please like an OS or QN. Yeah, we're the OS is where you need them <laughs> for sure. Man, that would be interesting to know. That's a cool. That would be a cool stat for sure. That would be a cool stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with with my tattoos though i continue or i'm still getting more of them and i still want to get more traditional navy tattoos and one of them specifically that i want that i've been talking about recently are um basically what like joe has um so i'll segue into you joe tell us about your your tattoos uh i think that you're referring to the naked lady riding a dragon that i have on my left arm (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I think I'm referring to your feet. <laughs> uh, no, when I first got in, I was I uh, like uh, I, I was stationed in uh, Groton, Connecticut for a while, and uh, a buddy of mine was like, "I'm gonna go get a tattoo today," and I was like, "You know what, man? Fuck it, I'll go too, and see what's up." And did they have something I like? Then I was I made a tattoo, and so I saw this uh, 
thing on this. Yeah, maybe someday I'll show you uh, again. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, but as I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. I'll just get that. I was on the wall, and, it, and so I got this tattoo, and that dude drew like big old, like bigger breasts than I th- than, than should have been on there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> big enough breasts that I was almost embarrassed to show my mother. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but as I got older, I'm like, nah, it's kind of funny now, you know? I just kind of like laugh about it, and yeah, I got to make an elf lady thing riding a dragon on my left arm. So that's kind of cool. Daenerys uh, Targaryen. I, I, I don't think it has any references to anything at all. Oh, this was like 2002, maybe. Yeah. Maybe 2002. Uh, <clears throat> and then uh, uh, I got out and it was like an, uh, another friend of mine was like, I've, I've never got a tattoo before. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go up there. And I said, uh, I told the guy, I was like, you know, what would it cost to throw an anchor on my leg? It was like, you know, like 60 bucks. I'm like, toss one on there, dude. And so I do have an anchor tattooed on my leg. And then, uh, uh and then, uh, I got the tops of my feet done. I did. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. I did. A, a, I did a pig on one foot and a rooster on the other. Uh, my grandpa had them it, when he was in the Navy and I took a picture in with me and kind of got like roughly, it, it's not the same, but right. it, it's, it's, you know, realistic looking chicken, realistic looking pig. And uh, I got the tops of my feet done. That whole thing was uh, the old stories of back when like ships were made out of wood and everything. And the pigs and the chickens would always float to the top because uh, <clears throat> they were in like wooden cages. Yeah. And so, you know, you'd always uh, be able to survive a shipwreck, I guess, I think was the. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong on that. I, I, I think that I'm pretty accurate on it. Uh, but he had him when he was in when he was in World War II. And so, uh, yeah, when he passed away or whatever, I was like, you know what? I think I might just do that, too. So I tossed him on there. And so I got the tops of my feet done, you know, with a pig and a rooster. Not a lot of people have that. It's interesting when somebody does notice it and they're like, oh, shit, dude, what's up? You know, it's not a very po- – I don't think it's as popular as – at least not around here. I don't know what it's like in other states or whatever. People, if everyone has, but it's a hardcore like navy tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend tattoo. All the rage. That's the next one I want to get though. I think those are super cool and the tradition behind them and the meaning behind it. Um, I think it, it's really cool. So, no, yeah. And I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's tattoos. I don't know if it's if it's supposed to be on the tops of your feet. Or if it's yeah. just to be anywhere, or if it was because like my grandpa didn't want his parents to know that he had tattoos or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's supposed to be on the top of your feet. Um, it's to, it's exactly like you said when a ship would sink back in the day, like all the chickens and the roosters and the livestock were were in crates, like uh, wooden crates, and they would always float. So typically, if there was a ship that went down, mostly the surviving things would be the the chickens and the um, or the roosters and the pigs. So pretty cool on that. That is with my nautical cool. tattoos. Uh, I'd like to get. I'd like to get. Uh, I'd li- I think I'd like to get a couple more like nautical themed tattoos. Uh, not go crazy or anything, but uh, maybe like a kraken. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Is that does that count as nautical? I mean, they are underwater. Yeah, yeah they're, Navy, they're sea living creatures. Navy sea beast. Yeah, Probably like a child or not. Beside it. <laughs> and then once I find out how many 
nautical miles I've been at sea, then I just get that would be pretty dope. I got a I got a um, a sugar skull on my bag. That was my first tattoo, but I did put a nautical star on the forehead of the skull. Nice. But I do want to get like a like a traditional uh, indigenous people tomahawk to represent my tomahawk job. I think that would be pretty good. Yeah. Dope. I like that. Um, Josh, how about you? I don't, know, I don't know. I had I had a tattoo coming in. Uh, I don't know if I got. I, don't, I may have got one. I don't know. I don't remember where I got these tattoos. To be true with you, <laughs> um, but I was kind of on that scared side and really like, oh, you know, I don't want to go somewhere where it's like I'm not sure what the health code is and stuff like that. But, um, but. I'd like to get some cool Navy tattoos for sure. Their tattoos have gotten expensive. I don't know. Have they? I think they're gotten popular, you know, like the thing to do. Now, I live in a college town, so there's like a tattoo parlor on every other block. So maybe I could shop around. Like, just get friends that do them. I haven't paid for my last few. (laughs) My family is a bunch of tattoo snobs and like, so like I can't just go anywhere or else they'll be like there you And I don't know how I didn't even know who that artist is. The artist you should be going to it has a three year wait list. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any one of those. my mind would change before that even <laughs> very ornate or anything like that. They're like just straight, like just black outline filled in something, you know, it's nothing. I know I've seen some of y'all's tattoos that are real detailed and look really good. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard for me to peel out that cash these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something like that at this age, I guess, you know, like it's like, eh. but I do appreciate them. And I would, um, my girlfriend's not, my girlfriend doesn't have any tattoos. She's really not into them. So next time I'm in town, we'll go, we'll go get a couple. Uh, <laughs> hey, we should, we should. I'm we'll down. Some, I'm down. Get some walk-in tattoos to take about an hour a piece. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got an ankle on my calf or something. Whoa, an ankle on your calf, dog? Ankle on your calf. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty meta. I, right? You get an <laughs> anchor. The whole thigh. Just the whole anchor. The whole thigh will just be a big ass anchor. You know, I mean, what the hell at this point in life, you know? Yeah, dude. Let's get you let's get you a sleeve. Maybe a naked lady on the other thigh. Ride a dragon. Riding a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, bring, I bring this up, guys, because I thought it'd be cool like if we could reach out to the community and have them send us pictures of their military tattoos or military-inspired tattoos. And then maybe we could like rate them. Like We're a bunch of positive dudes, so I, it's not, I don't want to trash a bunch yeah. of shitty tattoos. I just I want to see some cool art, some cool Navy tattoo pieces out there. Yeah. And maybe even if you have a cool story behind it, like jump on the podcast and... and Tell us about it. I think that'd be a pretty cool idea. What do you guys think? Yes, yeah. definitely. I, I think it'd be really cool. <clears throat> Give us some ideas for new tattoos for us too. But um, yeah, I, and I mean all branches too. I think yeah, when it comes to tattoos, like the Navy has some really cool like tattoos. But I think like being in the Marines, like you have a lot more like choices of a lot more badass like shit being in the Marines. Yeah. Um, well, the Navy so is like the one that's known. 
Right. We were yeah. known, we're known for our tattoos, though, right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the Marines are part of the Navy, so it's it's fair. <laughs> right. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, and we're traditionally the ones that started it and and everything. And you guys remember when we like we couldn't have tattoos? No. Below like below no, the you can't, elbow or something. Yeah. Couldn't be visible. Yeah. Couldn't be visible. Right. And how yeah. weird is that for the Navy? Especially for guys that had been in prior to that, that had a bunch of them. Right. I want to get my chevrons on my cheek. Oh my! Oh, like like teardrops? Yeah. yeah. No, really? I, you know, I'll tell you, I mean, and I, 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 I get why they would do that too. You know, they don't want a bunch of you know, you know, shitty ass tattoos all over. Right. You know. It, it, I, I kind of understand here. They were trying, and they were, they were yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Post Malone's tattoos all over him, yeah. so I understand why they wouldn't why they wouldn't want that, uh, you know. And yeah, and it was weird because it was like, I, I don't know, I have the, have the rules shifted since then, but I mean, yeah, yeah. before it was, again, yeah, yeah did, you can uh, have any, you can have tattoos basically anywhere. I think except for your face, yeah, maybe face and neck. Yeah, sorry, so, Post I mean, Malone can't join the Navy. <laughs> Sorry, Lil Wayne. Can't do it. You well, don't you need to I think he's got other issues besides that that would prevent him from joining. But you know. possible felony convictions, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, age sorry. and age restriction as well. Um, yeah, so I, I understand why they did that, uh, and, it, and it, it seems like it was such a short amount of period of time that, since there was a, it, that was brought up in what, like two thousand four. Something like that, yeah. And then, and then here it is, 2021, and that rule's already been like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> and I yeah. imagine it's because the talent pool was yeah, getting, exactly. you know, so small. They were like, well, we're turning away kids that have tattoos. They got tattoos that are 14. You well, know, said, but tattoos have gotten so popular now too. Everybody, you know, yeah, everybody's got yeah. them. So, well, I mean, they were always like, you can't have anything that has anything that's gang related or racially yeah. derogatory or any kind of really derogatory tattoos. That was, yeah. that's always been the case. You cannot do yeah. that or, or have that going in. Um, Pretty soon the dress blues are going to be like skinny jeans and <laughs> over, oversized top. Someone told me they have zippers now <laughs> for the dress blues. Instead of having to button those, like, what were they? 13 buttons. buttons. Oh, yeah, like, that's so traditional. You think they got away with that? Putting a zipper on there? Yeah, they told they they have zippers. Can someone who's listening that is active yeah, or please. was active, please confirm this? But yeah, one of the guys that I work with, uh, he's pretty fresh out of the Navy. He said they they have zippers now. Like their buttons that's are standard, still there. That's standard issue. But they yeah. <laughs> they're like just glued on buttons like show yeah they're just for show yeah that's... they don't have to unbutton the 13 buttons while you're like peeing in your pants to <laughs> yeah oh man yeah Gee, that's too those. many close oh, calls goodness. jeez oh that's... those pants are so heavy the you worst those things the, the worst <laughs> feeling in the world when you gotta fuck it, you're gonna piss your pants and you're you gotta do all the buttons, yeah. <laughs> you got to do would, eight like, of the 13 buttons at least. At yeah, you would do the sides and leave the yeah. top, you know, whatever. Yep. But now they said they have zippers, so maybe they were just Dude. blowing smoke up my ass, but I'm pretty sure. Because, yeah, the blues are the only ones that haven't changed since, like, 1770, right. you know. 
Very. Hey, I'm a real big. I, I I really dig like the like the traditions. Period. You know. Um, I I feel like it always kind of like uh, it did dirties like the, the like the next like two years or three years four years after they do a, a change like that yeah, yeah. you know uh, like when I went to boot camp we didn't wear boots yeah yeah that's so crazy we, to me we wore new yeah, yeah. balance yeah. you know and and then I drew looking down his nose at me like <laughs> like I'm some sort of lesser being with all his fucking calluses on his feet <laughs> you know Did anybody wear those new those those bdu looking uniforms yeah yeah did you wear those adam yeah you had to go buy them and wear they're, them or whatever they're fucking trash you know, I, I i always just like the idea of it you know it, and as i was doing it i guess i thought it was stupid or whatever you know and i i, I would have welcome change i look back and i'm like no 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 don't change no no more changing Stop changing. Like, if I could wear coveralls, if that was, like, the standard Navy uniform, like, that would be the fucking <laughs> shit. I would probably still be in the Navy. Yeah. Short sleeve utilities. I, I would re-enlist for 20. I like I like. I utilities. could just wear coveralls. Oh, fuck utilities, man. Yeah, coveralls for us. Yeah. I, like, I like utilities in poor Norfolk, okay? I did, I guess I, I went underway. Yeah, give me those gigantic pajamas I get to wear around all day. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I if we're playing fantasy, I would wear I would wear coveralls to the boat. I would wear coveralls to shore duty. I would wear coveralls. Oh, that's it. That's the only uniform. That's it. Man, I kind of like it. Yeah, man. Utility. Cole and I, man, we usually wear our utilities. Sometimes we wear our utilities and fall asleep on the couch. Yeah. yeah. Wake up the next morning, get them, put our boots back on and go to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's the only good part about utilities is because you could travel in them. But <laughs> yeah. We were stuck in traffic one time, man, for... <laughs> I, 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 dude, it was, it was, the, the radio said it was nine and a half miles backed up to the Hampton Roads Bridge Tunnel. We got off of the next exit, went to Drew's house, and we just went, we grabbed a 30 pack of beer and sat there on his porch and drank beer and never even got out of our utilities. Went to sleep in them, woke up, got them, put them back on, and went straight back to work. Damn. It did. It was, it, it, the utilities were kind of comfortable. You take the belt off, especially, yeah, and then you're wearing like basically. The they were nice, yeah, uh, they were nice and comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, oh, new utilities. Uh, uh-uh. you get them new, they'd be all stiff and hard. And give me those ones that have basically turned like damn near some weird shade of purple because they've been washed so many times. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yep, yep. And like, I've worn a hole almost, on the inside yeah, of the thighs yeah, exactly. on those things. <laughs> Start a <laughs> forest fire with my. <laughs> let's uh, let's transition into doing these uh, beer reviews right now. I don't want to keep you guys too, too long, much longer. Um, but, but before we do today's beer reviews, I want to talk about uh, all the beers that we drank in the past year. Um, hold on, let me share this screen with you, gentlemen. Oh, well, do we want to do the current beer and then? No, we'll do that after this. Okay. Because I'm going to keep. I wasn't sure how you wanted it. Yeah. I'm going to keep them separate. Sure, sure. So as you can see, I compiled a list of all the beers that we drank. And we drank 25 different beers over the past yeah. year. Sweet. Uh, I did have a mango card. I knew I'd, one of you guys had had that on the show. Um, we, used, we used the untapped app to keep track of these um, ratings. You can find us at Average G.I. Joe Pod if you got the untapped app. 
And as you can see, we gave out three five-star beers. The uh, Golden Road Mango Card, the Ingenuous Brewing Company Smarty PB&J, and the St. Arnold Brewing Company Art Car IPA. Two of the two three, <laughs> two of the three were Josh's picks. <laughs> Only done the show three times. Sorry. <laughs> I gotta work on my ratings. This I'm year. still I'm looking for that art car. Work on my ratings. I haven't found it either. Um, as you can see on this column right here, uh, we drank a total of seven different IPAs. <laughs> Four ales and four laggers were the, the next two top beers that we drank. Um, There's an average ABV of 5.37. I don't know what that says about us. Where Where's the good, where where do you like your ABV on your beers? Um, I like them about six, seven. You start getting into eight and nine, that's a little too much for me. I think I like them at like five and a half to six percent. I think that's yeah. pretty good for me. Yeah, it depends what you're doing, kind of. Yeah. You kind of have to pick your beer based on your activity. <laughs> but you know, I'm 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 around that like like five and a half, six. That's what I usually shoot for. Um, as you can see, the average IBUs was twenty three point seven two, which is pretty mellow, right? Um, yeah, I, I really don't have. I don't really look at the IBU ratings when I look at beers. Do you guys? That's like, IPA stuff. Looks know. like Trish went crazy, didn't she? She had the highest IBUs out of everybody on that list. Well, I've, with her Hanger Twenty Four Betty IPA. <laughs> Damn, I feel like, in her beer yeah. face. It, I know where I know. I feel I know, feel like I know the spectrum now. Yeah. So I know even if I look at an IBU, I know what I. I kind of know what I'm expecting when I drink the beer now. So. I know back when I was like first getting into it, I'd look at the IBU or I'd be the guy be like, I need to get the highest IBU beer I can find. You know, I know now, these, like these zeros. One of them's a are pretty seltzer. trash. Yeah. Yeah. Those are seltzers and uh, <laughs> ciders. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as you can see that we gave an average rating of 3.83. So that's Pretty right. Um, it's above there, average GI Joe's. <laughs> aren't any of these beers stand out to you guys? Like that you didn't drink yourself? I mean, besides the art car that Josh has like put in my brain that yeah, I yeah, he talked that up pretty. Good. I really, really oh, want to find it somewhere. One day I will. I can that's send it out to you, man. I don't mind for it. Yeah. Are you able to just send beer in the mail? I'm not sure yeah, what the rules to, are. But you don't have to tell them what you're sending. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, now we're now a famous, world famous podcast, uh, and I've already now now said that I don't know what I'm doing, and so the ATF has definitely picked this up. <laughs> well, you know, I well, I mean, you can you can join like beer of the month clubs. Depends on the state. Some states don't allow shipping alcohol. Uh, others do. It's just like ex, you're like ex- like ex- Texas. I, Texas can't. I think like those total wines. Sometimes you can order beers and they'll ship them and hold them. Oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Total wine should be able to. But I can like ship you other things with a beer hidden inside. <laughs> also, don't have to tell them what you're shipping. If they say oh, what's like, in the package, just say I don't know. I'm whatever. Him some socks and shoes. 
Yeah, fucking whatever. They're not going to open it. Look, look I'm at pretty it. sure I no, can find uh, I'll go buy some cheap Walmart shoes. Breaking federal laws. <clears throat> I have had the art car. But I was also in Texas with Josh. He made me drink it. So <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> do you have any yeah. strategies going into next year about what you're going to be drinking? I'm going to continue to attack Kansas and Kansas City. <laughs> I think. Um, <laughs> when we do the U.S. port visit, I think we should drink beers from that state. Ooh, yeah. I'm also okay with that, even though I may have trouble with. No, I think I think I can handle all of that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be into that. All right. I could do that. I, I, I've hey. definitely seen. Uh, what's that? Uh, there's a Florida brewery that's on here that I've definitely seen recently. Y'all remember that one time they were told we were thought we were going to Galveston, Cigar, Cigar City, City. Texas, Cigar Fun. City. It was a Cigar City. We've got a couple of different ones out here at one of the liquor stores. I highly a, recommend them. They have a good story, too. I look up their history. Yep, they're out of Tampa. I wish that I'm looking at some of these uh, ratings I gave, and I'm, I can see that I started to get like meaner, more mean as time went on. Because there's no way that I want to get that Zon that that high of a rating. I want to knock that Zon down <laughs> and bring some other ones up. Because that Zon was, and I, and I also want to bump the Golden Road Brewing up uh, to a up? three. Yeah, because huh. change. I had a change of heart. Well, but they're locked in stone. Sorry, <laughs> it's over with. This is what it is now. Um. I want to talk to you really quickly about this. make it again and, and re-rate it. Did you find a rating on on um, the app that you were using? What was oh, the average oh, yeah. rating for each beer? Or? No, I did it myself. I'd be curious what other like what what they rated things as, but oh, they have like a if you look at the app, they have like the worldwide average and yeah, yeah, and your friends' average and stuff like that. Uh, really quickly, I just want to talk about these three ale, IPA, and laggers. Is that pretty much your your wheelhouse, you guys? Hey, I'm down for sours for sure. Sour, sours are pretty dope. Yeah, and wheats. I'm really into wheat beers too. I gotta start trying to dive back into that. I gotta take. I gotta walk out on a limb and try them again. Yeah, I, I typically stick to like beer that tastes like beer. Um, yeah. you know, like sours, I'm not really into, um, my wife loves sours. Um, and I, I mean, I love wheat beer, uh, also, but it's hard to find like the type that I really enjoy. Like it has to be a specific type, uh, more of a Bavarian wheat, yeah. uh, a guy over here, but I mean, I'll drink anything if it's there and, and <laughs> right. we're drinking, I'm drinking it. It's really hard to find like a really bad tasting beer when all the beer tastes bad in general. <laughs> but I I do like branching out and trying different things and trying different styles and um, even some beers that may, may necessarily hey, not. There's so many microbreweries around these days. It's like hard to get the yeah, same yeah. thing twice. I think I'm gonna yeah. go all like stouts and porters. This year, <laughs> <laughs> gotta bump those rookie numbers up. Yeah, you know, like why not? They they work warm, so I could bring two with me, and we can 
if we go deep, it won't matter. It's a solid plan. I think that uh, I think that I'm, I'm going to try to do maybe uh, like a growler from something like Localer. You know, you drink it over the whole more show. local. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, dude. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I kill like seven or eight beers over sitting here doing this. I definitely want to try to try to oh. fit in, fit in a forty ounce or. Or yeah, oh yeah if you guys want to do a 40 ounce show we should do a 40 ounce show let's do it for boston <laughs> drink 40 for boston yeah oh, man. i don't know how that's related but uh sure <laughs> well because florida has good beers how about yeah. we do an episode on uh, has, you know, basically when you get off of the ship when you're during in-serve and you've uh, been on there for like four days in Port Norfolk and then you get like six hours off. And that's yeah. what we'll drink 40s and talk about that port visit. When you're in the shipyard. The, the, port, you, yeah. the Port Norfolk. Fast cruise port <laughs> visit. In, 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 no, getting I mean, ready um, for in-serve. Uh, yeah, when you're in the shipyards and you paint an entire birthing from eggshell white to bright white. Yeah. And then you go home. And then I have to change it back <laughs> with three with rumors later. of painting the the bars the the. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, that's right. They were gonna have us paint the. Oh barge. man! Yeah, yeah. And paint the barge too. Shoot. That was that was a forty night. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get into today's beer reviews. Like I said, I didn't bring anything because I'm feeling under the weather. Weather. Um, Andy. Yeah. Start with you. So, yeah, I'm drinking the Virginia Beer Company Saving Daylight. Uh, it's a citrus wheat ale brewed with grapefruit and orange peels. Uh, made up the road in good old Williamsburg, Virginia. It's um, 4.9% ABV. So pretty kind of light. Um, yeah, it's, it's low it's, on our average. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I would say, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's kind of like, it's the citrus thing and it, it has like just enough, like bite on it to where, like, if this was an IPA, this would be like an acceptable IPA just cause of that grapefruit. Um, but it's not like sour to where, like, I don't like it or anything. It's, it's, it's a nice kind of different flavor and it was kind of like, um, I'd always see the Virginia beer cans or whatever in the at the Harris Teeter and stuff like that. I'm like, I should see what they're all about, you know, see if it's any good. How come grapefruit is good in everything except by itself? I don't know. I like grapefruit. Well, <laughs> I guess technically you always throw a little sweetener on there, but you know, yeah, the grapefruit's not too bad. <laughs> um, who's next, Drew? Yeah, I'll go. Oh, sorry, um, I, I'm I'm skipping ahead. Did you give your rating, Andy? Oh yeah, um, I give it like a three point seven five. Really, it's just kind of like it's you know a little bit better than the middle of the road. You know, oh, you're bringing nice, down our average. It's a nice different, uh, you know. Thing. Uh, Drew. Um. So I'm drinking a. Um, pale ale from Oyster City Brewing Company. This is out of Florida, out of um, Apalachicola, Florida. Um, I visited um, this brewery uh, in the city, and I found these beers. And 
they have a whole bunch of line, uh, a whole bunch of different ones. I drank pretty much all of them. And I was kind of worried that I wouldn't be able to find them in Orlando. Um, and lo and behold, I went looking and sure enough that total wine, um, right down the street from me, they have all these beers. So, uh, very excited about that because I love these beers. Um, this one's great. It actually has a little bit of natural mango flavor in, in it. Um, so it has like a little bit of sweetness along with the, the bitterness of the, the, the hops or the, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's great, man. I love this. I would bring this anywhere and show it off. And I, I encourage people to try this beer. Um, I would, I would give it a solid like 4.25. Nice. Um, not quite the best beer that I've ever had in my life, but again, something I would be happy to, to share and, and proud to share with people at like a party. Awesome. Uh, Joe. All right, I'm drinking the Copperhead Pale Ale from from Free State Beer in Lawrence, Kansas. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of like uh, that where Wyatt Earp was born. Lawrence, no, dude, oh. no, quit playing. No, nobody cool could be born in Lawrence. Uh. <clears throat> This is a like 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 you said, pale ale. It's pretty good. Uh, they have a lot of like little like things like uh, the little like sayings here about their beer, like an American pale ale featuring classic golden promise malt, complemented by citrusy hop notes. So yeah, there's definitely some like citrusy hop notes in there. And it's a IPA, so uh, I like it. I've, I mean, I, I've always enjoyed this uh, pale ale. Uh, I've, I've been drinking it for years. It's pretty good. It's from Kansas, so hey, huh? That's got to count for something, you know. Not everybody gets to have anything from Kansas, and uh, I'm gonna give it a four point seven five. Damn. Uh, yeah, I I I I really do like this beer. I've, I've been drinking it for years. It was like a, it was like an IPA back when like IPAs weren't that popular. And then, like, as, like, popularity, I, I feel it kind of, like, really caught on. But, yeah, it, like I said, it's also a local thing. So, yeah, I would, I mean, I would definitely bring it to somebody's house. If we're looking at hammered, hammered, I'm not going to bring this. But if we're looking to just have a couple of beers, yeah, I'll bring this yeah. over. I'll bring um, a Bud Light. <laughs> Chase it if down. If you guys want to get hammered. <laughs> Uh, Josh, do you want to speak on your your beverage of choice? Yeah, so I had that bourbon tonight, and I found out something while I was reading the bottle. It was very disappointing. Can we see but the bottle? Anyways, oh yeah, I'm gonna show you the bottle. No, it's called Oak in Eden. It's a Finnish whiskey, toasted oak. You know, they got me on my marketing. They got that oak stave that floats around in there it's like an oak piece of wood it's decoratively <laughs> carved suck on that thing after um, you. <laughs> but it's really good um very oaky which i prefer uh i was mixing it with the uh patented dr pepper <laughs> um, uh, i did take a little swig off of it before but ooh, it was it was it's strong uh let's see here 90 proof not sure what that means. 45 AB, 
alcohol by volume. Uh, but my dis- dis- disappointing thing was that it's bottled in Texas, but it's actually distilled in Lynchburg, Indiana. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that's all about. So string him up, boys. Yeah, right. That's where yeah. the, that's where the be- barrels are held, right? So disappointing. Maybe so. Maybe so. Or maybe they'll ship it down here and they barrel it down here. And I don't know. Dang it. Anyways, uh, you know, nothing fantastic. I do like like the oak, very oaky. Um, Let's do, I'm trying to do better with my ratings. And I I just need to get better. I need to get calibrated, I guess, is is the word I'm looking for. Josh, I don't give a fuck about your whiskey rating. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, if we're not going to document this, that's great. It's not going, it's not getting documented. Um, you know, I wish that I knew more about like. Was it good or was it bad? That's a- it was good. <laughs> okay, it's good. I was. It's really good. Um, let's give it a like three. It's not the best I've ever had, but it's not the worst. I feel like like I'm really missing out on this whole like bourbon thing. Um, I would say good. Get pour a glass <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Cut it with water. Yeah, that's the way I usually do it. Okay, and then... I like scotch of, better. And just kind of like... What I do is I go to the liquor it, store, know? and I sign up for all of their, uh, like, uh, early... What do they... Like, when they get a new bottle in or whatever. Like a raffle? A lottery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I won one one time. It was like a $95 bottle, but I gave it to my buddy. Where does that happen at? Uh, does that happen in Florida, too? Yeah, it's everywhere. They don't do it in Texas. They should. Uh, so, what do you go go to the liquor store and be like, "I want to enter a raffle"? <laughs> some <laughs> some like local like mom and pop liquor stores have oh, raffles. Or yeah, they, 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 they can do that down I, here in Texas. I, you know, well, it, they what you do, do is is you you, <laughs> yeah. you you're not paying any money. You, it's a it's free to enter, but you just get the if you pick your name, then you get to be like, "Yo, uh, I can that, buy that, it." That you only got twelve of those bottles in. I want that bottle. You get to buy it, oh, that, <laughs> and so you you get to yeah. buy it at, at their market value. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, like the small batch bourbons and all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, that stuff gets expensive quick. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. You know who's like, really I, I really like, into it is um, Colin <laughs> Lemley. Yeah, yeah. Did he quit his job to do that, dude? I don't even know what the. I mean. He got me into his whiskey group that's actually in Texas. Yeah, I, and I'm in the same group, too. dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you are. I've seen, I've seen you guys in there. But, I mean, they – like, the shit that he posts is insane. Like, the stuff that he finds and gets, like, his collection. I mean, and, awesome. and a lot of these guys have these collections that are have to be worth, like – Tens of thousands of dollars. But whiskey oh, yeah. from the Alamo or bourbon from the Alamo. Or it's just guy, really hard to I, find. What buddy of mine and his he, wife are super what's into this it. group you are talking about? Where is this on? What social uh, thing is this on? Someone. Mm-hmm. The group? Yeah. Yeah. Someone. Is, is it on Facebook or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Facebook group. And it's, it's based oh. out of Texas. I need to get um, that. So it'd be beneficial to you. It kind of sucks for me because they post a lot of cool, like Texas stuff, but hey, I I'm all about smuggling stuff over to Florida. Dude. I don't care. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what is, I'll just drive to Florida and I'll just bring a whole bunch of beer. It'll be like uh, smoking the bandit, except I'll just be the guy driving an HHR that nobody actually filmed during that movie. 
Well, I mean, it's legal to drive beer over state lines, so you don't really have to. I'll use my prison wallet. But it's yeah. Well, I was going to listen to that soundtrack the entire time, but now I'm not going (laughs) to. I'm sorry. Now it'll be Limp Biscuit on the way to Jacksonville. Oh, God. Well, that's very Florida appropriate. Yeah, that is. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Um, All right. (laughs) Let's get into the fireside chat, everybody. Fireside chat is where we give uh, two minutes of of content unrelated to the podcast it's our uh free speak section and i will kick it off um i started re-watching game of thrones um it, it, it's better this is i think this is my second watch through and it's better because i could skip a bunch of the parts that i don't really care about and then i could watch all the scenes that i do care about uh, seasons five, six, and seven, I think, were the best seasons. That's like the Battle of the Bastards and and the the Long Night, which were fucking awesome. It's still a great show. I'm at the very last like two or three episodes, and I don't think I'm gonna finish it just because it it took a cliff dive off, and it like the way it ended completely sucked. But uh, I recommend give Game of Thrones another watch. It's still some compelling and crazy ass shit that happens in there. And then secondly, I watched the first episode of Euphoria. Have you guys heard of the show? I have. I haven't watched it. It's yeah. um, it's a coming of age story for kids and it's very like if that's the shit kids are going through these days like it's very very sad. Like do you remember like when we were growing up like our coming of age like shows and movies they were talking about like the aids epidemic and like cocaine was like the bad drug and stuff now now euphoria they're talking about like personality disorders they're talking about um party drugs like fentanyl and stuff and like um gender um euphoria yeah stuff like that and like just like some of the things that these kids are going through these days is fucking sad and brutal. And like, I hope, I hope that that's not what it's like out there for some of these kids. And if, and if it is like, look out after these kids, cause that shit's some brutal ass stuff going on. Um, and that's it for my two minutes. Uh, Andy, you want to kick it off? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, since I subscribed to Paramount. I have the uh, access to the South Park COVID specials, and those are totally, definitely worth watching. Uh, you know, clearly the best thing to come out of the last two years is those, uh, you know, they're two like one hour long episodes or whatever, or movies, however you want to call them. But it's pretty great, you know, because it's like 20 years or whatever into the future. And it's just like, uh, you know, South Park, like when they really like do a good uh, episode, it was, you know, like certain ones that would like stand out throughout the the years, like the you got served episodes and stuff like that, whereas like certain things, even though like they use similar plot lines a lot, but I thought the episodes were really well done. Uh, uh, we were talking earlier before the show about like money making schemes. I was thinking about how uh, Butters had this. <laughs> he had this weird power, like to get everybody to invest in the NFTs. <laughs> it was like a dangerous, like uh, you know, pyramid scheme guy. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about that when we were talking about uh, our 
uh, money making ventures. So they could turn it into an NFT. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, hear me out. If we all get into NFTs, it's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Everybody sells all their stuff. That's how they finance the Kenny's time travel experiments. Yes. I agree. They are both very solid episodes. Very funny stuff. Yeah. As per usual, very good commentary on their part on like the social aspect of like yeah. everything. Yeah, even the COVID episode of South Park when they were kids was good too because it was pretty accurate, you know. Hey, yeah, Joe, Joe, continue interrupt during this uninterrupting. Oh, section. Hey, I thought if it was interrupting to agree with. Burn. <laughs> Oh, good. I, I, uh, you know, I uh, was it forfeit the rest of my time or whatever. I'm done. I don't know. <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, Drew. Yeah. Um. As always, take care of yourself mentally. You know, if you need to, um, if you need help, ask for it. Um, if you need someone to talk to, um, y'all can contact me. Um, you know, if you need help. Uh, I think it's very important that we all try and take care of ourselves mentally, um, especially us veterans. Um, enough of the serious stuff. I want to praise the shit out of the Book of Boba Fett. Ooh. I love the fuck out of that. It is so great. Um, it's yeah, I, I'm so excited for this and and all of the the new Star Wars stuff coming out uh, for Disney. Um, it's yeah, man. I'm. In the words of my wife, creaming my jeans for all of this Star Wars stuff. Um, Gene Creamers. Gene Creamers, full show, man. Book of Boba Fett is great. I love it. It's fantastic. So watch it. Uh, Joe? All right, all right. So first and foremost... I said this to you guys before, I have refinanced my home. I think that everybody should get on board with that right now. If you haven't done it, at least look into it. And if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But it might not be a bad idea. I highly recommend everybody look into that, especially if you're, you know, already like, oh, I'm just going to save a couple of bucks. You can probably save yourself a couple of bucks. I'm not, yeah. yeah. I just think it's just good, solid advice. So I'm not really, you know, advocating for any bank or I'm not even a financial expert. I'm just a regular guy that just has had great luck with a home refinance. <laughs> now, I have watched Hawkeye. It was pretty cool. It was all right. It was good. It was good. Spider-Man is awesome. If anybody wants to talk about Spider-Man, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm always available. Um Always available for Spider-Man talk. And Book of Boba Fett is insanely good. I mean, I, I love it. I love, I love the. I, I not just. I'm not going to say any spoilers or anything, but it's 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 pretty good. It's. I look forward to it every every week. It's only been on what two weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good, and uh, uh, also. Uh, they dropped all the episodes of MacGruber on Peacock, so I, it's oh, is it free? I don't. Well, I the first episode was free, so I watched that. Yeah. And then, like, I had to pay for the rest. I'm like, well, I'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so 
I think that uh, when I first mentioned that I loved MacGruber the movie and I wanted him to make a sequel, I think that this podcast may have kickstarted that a little bit. <laughs> and uh, then, they, so we got an we got a like an eight episode series or something on Peacock that is pretty funny. Got Ryan Felipe in it. You've got uh, Will Forte. Wrap You've it up. Got... All right, I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm also combining you and Andy into one two-minute segment since you guys like to talk over each other. Is that a relevant content? And I also want to I also want to throw out this disclaimer that we are actually not financial experts and do not take financial advice from the five of us ever ever in your entire life. Just don't do it. <laughs> I can't I can't iterate this enough. We are not financial Definitely. experts. NFTs. <laughs> Schmegger NFT. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have to piggyback off of Bailey and mental health. Mental health for sure. Um, um, you know, our bodies, our bodies get sick and our minds get sick, you know. So it's no big, big deal. That's what happens. And there's people that can treat both those things. So. Um, anyways, um, I don't know. This is always such an awkward moment for me. Um, I always try to say something inspiring. Um, I guess <laughs> as a librarian, pick up a good book, find something. There's something out there. Even if it's an audio book, check them out. Might learn something. Um, or some, find some interesting facts or something, you know, um, I know, especially when, it's hard to kind of get outside with everything going on right now. Um, it kind of gives you a little escape. Um, read a book, listen to a book, something like that. Um, I don't know. I wish everybody luck. You, each, 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 each of y'all have a purpose. Uh, you just need to find that purpose. That's all. Um, but I promise you, you each have a purpose. All right. Good night. I'm done. And scene. Hey, thanks for uh, joining, and uh, thanks for jumping on, you guys. Uh, remember, uh, Spotify is now reviewing, so go through the go through the catalog and give us a couple of give us a couple of stars. Uh, reach out to us at Average GI Joe Pod P O D at most of the social media sites: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, check out the Average GI Joe Spotify official playlist. Songs chosen or recommended by all the interviewees. Um, you guys got anything? Uh, the, the playlist is the only other thing I like to plug, yep. which is also good on Spotify. Looks like RJW is off the bench. Oh, is he? Oh, shit. Is he I making think, his comeback? I think that he's, uh, I think RJW's mountain is comeback. So uh, if you get a chance to check out RJW. Go to his Facebook, give him a like, and that, that's a bad idea. posted a bunch of his uh, matches or whatever on his YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I noticed. So I'm going to watch some of those. I want to yeah. see those Liberty photos. Come on, people. Y'all send those in. I want to yeah. see those. <laughs> and your tattoos. And your tattoos also. And um, also, uh, if you just share this episode with one friend, that's all I'm asking. Just share it with one friend. And yep. if you like what you hear, go through the catalog and uh, listen to the rest. It's a really good time. Um, all right, everybody, say bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. <laughs>